Welcome to the J Train Podcast with J Train Jared Free. Coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of this fine podcast. Thank you for watching on YouTube. I want you to watch on YouTube. Watch, like, subscribe, because I'm putting up other things on YouTube here and there. We've got clips on there. It's become a whole universe. So you want to check out the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. But I do want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you, dear listener, for enjoying this podcast that we produce. We produce. Shelby is here reading your emails daily, and we love that you write in every week, too. Thank you. I just want to thank you. And now if you're like, thank you, why? Why are you thanking me? Because you share it. That's a cool thing. I like it. And if you hear an email here that relates to something that happened at the brunch table, I say the brunch table because that's kind of the, that's the watering hole of maybe this demo. But it doesn't have to be a brunch table. The brunch table that, of your life, wherever you're exchanging these topics, and you hear an email that you're like, wow, I just talked about this. Send the podcast, send the link to a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We'll take them all. I'm also on the road. I'm coming to Europe. That's right. Foggy London town. It's happening. Okay. I'm coming to Europe. I'm very excited about Europe. Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Norway. That's right, jaredfree.com, get those tickies, assemble the WeChat, right? You guys use a different thing over there. I want you to come. We're going to have a great time. I got material, I got jokes, I'm going to ask stupid questions because I'm a stupid fucking American coming to your country. So get those tickies, assemble the group chat, let them know, send them this podcast. Send, you know, I know it's tough to get a friend to go out and leave the house, I get it. Send them the podcast, send them my clips, I got stuff on Instagram. Um, I'm also touring, you know, this country. Um, if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend, Perrysburg, Ohio, Vancouver, Irvine, Indianapolis, Oklahoma City, Nashville. Just added to the calendar. Jaredfree.com for tickets. Uh, other than that, very excited about it. today's guest, hilarious comic, first time on the show. Ring that bell, Shelby. L. Orlando, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's great to see you. L. Great has, to see you. You've opened for me. Yeah. Uh, on the road. Hilarious comic at underscore L. Orlando. You're going to love everything she does. You have a new podcast? Yes. Sad. Tell the people the name of the podcast. Sad Tits. Okay. Sad Tits. Sad what is tits. the pre And you do it with Lily Michelle, who's also been on this show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the premise of Sad Tits, the podcast? Man, you know... We would like to know. <laughs> that is, so we're just chilling. We're we're chilling. Listen, it's a comedy podcast. Me and Lily, we have great chem. Okay, mm. uh, we're thinking about leaning towards like embarrassing stories because, okay. like, you know, I mean, the, I feel like I don't know if people still still say sad now, but like, you know, if you embarrass yourself and then your friends like, oh, sad. I I, I understand. I, I guess that would be like the worst thing I could ever hear. From like a war, like, like, like if I told yeah. this story and I was like, yeah, and this happened. They're like, that's sad. I'm yeah. like, okay, we can just like laugh at it. Yeah, well, now I'm going to kill myself. Chill. Right. Yeah, yeah. That kind of explains me and Lily perfectly, though. We're both like um, toxic potheads. Toxic potheads. So yeah. it's like hanging with your two toxic potheads. Yeah, friends. yeah. Giving you the, the worst advice. Right. Where does the name come from? You know, there's an internet thing. And I remember I had... 
Slutty Puffin on, who okay. said that they chose the name Slutty Puffin. I think I'm remembering this correctly because I'm a fan of Slutty Puffin. Uh, but I'm remembering they were like they were like on Instagram. It was just like a thing to like use a normal thing and then put a swear in front of it. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> or make some extreme with a normal. Oh, I got yeah. So yeah. when I heard Sad Tits podcast, I was like, oh, this is kind of a, a a version of that a little bit. Oh, maybe you know, I Lily honestly came up with the um, name. She's she started the podcast like a year before we actually became friends. Okay, and then she like po- like stopped it because she just was bored, I guess. Right, and then we both lost our jobs at the same time. Okay, and, and you're like, we need something to do. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah and so we hung out one day and we're like all right well this felt like a good conversation so let's just right. start a podcast people would want to listen to this conversation <laughs> yeah. that's the start of most podcasts yeah. it's like we are great together <laughs> yeah wait a minute it was literally our first day like actually hanging out as mm. like friends and it's just hilarious we're just all piggybacking off that one day so listen <laughs> take l and lily's one day of friendship <laughs> and join it you get to join at the beginning well that is fun because you get to join at the beginning of a friendship you guys are getting to know each other so there's yeah. actually more question and answer there's no like i know where they're going already exactly and that yeah. happens sometimes on a podcast yeah i guess i could feel that yeah i mean really we're we're getting to know each other and uh but we do we're we are friends and i think hopefully we'll be friends forever <laughs> you never know how these things go but yeah. listen everyone go follow l orlando at underscore l orlando sad tits that's the podcast we mm-hmm. uh and listen people we have your email shelby sits up at night with his candle and his little night cap and reads <laughs> your emails and they're fantastic keep sending them in jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we need the, the you know the advice emails because we get tons of luxury lounge but we have you know we have some good advice there's a we get into the, some serious stuff this week so okay jtrainpodcast at gmail.com keep sending them in we're sponsored people save time and uh and have the energy you need to tackle everything you on your to-do list with factors ready to eat meals delivered straight to your door i am a big proponent of ready-to-eat meals, okay? And I think Factor is a great way to get into that because here's the thing. On my health journey, I eat too much. I will never stop. When it's in that little tray, I know the portions are right, and it's creative. That's another thing. If you're trying to be healthy, yeah, sure, you can make grilled chicken every night. Go for it. Let's see how long that lasts. Factor is going to give you new, different meals, and these are fresh, never-frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious. And... They have calorie smart, keto options. Options is the key. That's the thing. When you're trying to be healthy, when you're trying to eat right, you have less options. Let Factor give you the options. Let them be creative. Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals. Factor now offers over 34 meals per week. Right? You're not doing that. Uh, three dozen add-on options. At each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Okay, there it is. Head to factormeals.com slash JTrain60 and use code JTrain60 to get 60% off your first box. 60. 60? Six zero. That's real cashola. That's code JTrain60 at factormeals.com slash JTrain60 to get 60% off your first box. Love that sponsorship. You ready? I'm so ready. Let's do it. Everyone go follow L at underscore L Orlando. Hilarious. So funny. Late bloomer crisis. 
Okay. Okay. Jared Shelby and guests. Thank you, Jared, for creating great podcasts. My Spotify rap top three. Most listened to podcasts were all three years. Well, thank you. That's a pleasure to hear. Anyways, I write to you as I have created a predicament for myself. I'm a late bloomer. That that term is so ugly. <laughs> I don't think I understand the term. Are, yeah. Did you ever consider yourself a late bloomer? In some, not in all aspects of life, but in some aspects, for sure. Okay. Yeah. It really stresses me out that I have this little bit of experience and everyone else around me has way more. I just recently lost my virginity whilst drunk because I didn't want to be a virgin anymore and there was no kissing involved. As if I, it wasn't hard enough scaring men away telling them that I'm a virgin at 23. Now I'm sitting here wondering how to start dating and discussing my lack, ex, a lack of experience in all aspects and stating I'm not a virgin, but also have the bare minimum experience at anything, including kissing. Well, on one hand, are men owed that explanation? On the other hand, I am super anxious about being bad at everything because I don't have that experience. So I feel like I need to explain myself to them. Send help. Gen Z are so fucked due to the pandemic. <laughs> In our prime <laughs> dating years, half of everyone I know is a late bloomer. We need help. So I, they bring up a great point. This yeah. pandemic hits and it hits you whenever it hits you. It's like it hits me 35 in a relationship, you mm -hmm. get out of it, you're 37, you go, now you're single. You're like, oh shit, I'm old now. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's like yeah. when, when I went into the oh, time machine. Fuck, yeah. Right, and then this person, they're probably 23, you know, yeah. now 23. So 21, the pandemic hits. Let's Or let's say <sighs> 20. Yeah. That's like the time where Dude. you're like, we gotta start rubbing against each other and fucking up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they're 23 and like, fuck, oh, I'm, a, I'm an old virgin. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that would have been me. I lost my uh, virginity, I think, at 20. So okay. if the pandemic, it, that would have been me, mm. you know? what i'm saying so it's like how old are you now i'm how old am i i'm 29 okay so <laughs> uh so 20 see i was when did i lose my virginity 18 freshman year of college so i'm like you know it, 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 i felt like a late bloomer because like in high school you just hear about everybody and i think that's a big part of this email is they need yeah. to remind themselves that nobody's experienced no like the idea that she's like gotta like explain herself to some dude because he's like heard some shit during the porn he watches like a lot of people are posturing in my opinion yeah and like didn't she say she already lost her virginity so she it's, lost it oh shit you're like you're good girl you're, in. you're, you're off the so island. in and like you don't have to worry especially if you're like young 20s like all the dudes that you're gonna be hooking up with are probably like hammered they don't even they won't even remember <laughs> just like lie there and they'll be like oh that was great you right. know well, well, i mean what do you think they should do i i I agree. I think she's overestimating the dudes yeah, on this like, one. <laughs> what? Like, remember, these are like like young 20-year-old men. They have no idea. And what they think they know is, I do think, from porn. And yeah. that's God. why, and so they're going, and porn kind of puts this thing in your head of like, well, this is, I guess, what I like. And it's yeah. like, well, normal relationship you know, physicality isn't that way. And it's not that way all the time. There's different versions. What you're going to find is there's different versions of sex. I think there's something in her email that I think is very important. Yeah. She wrote something that I like keyed in on. Um, I'm now sitting here wondering uh, to uh, stating I'm not a virgin, but also have the bare minimum experience at anything, including kissing. Oh, I'm about to sound like romantic Papa J train. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you gotta kiss. Yeah, let's yeah. let's uh, let's concentrate. She is so 
Dude. far ahead of herself. Yeah. Fuck the... Okay, now that she has the virginity, Scarlet V is gone, mm-hmm. okay? You got that off. You're, that's done, okay? Yeah. You're not a virgin anymore. Good for you. You did it. Good for you. Okay. Stop. Get out of that mode. You need to go on some kissing dates. For sure. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to be good at anything in life, it's got to be kissing. It's got to be. I have man out with some guys that just are literally in their late 20s. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And I'm like, dude, it just, you can't even go past. I can't even like entertain anything else if you're bad at kissing. Right. And I have that. I've had that with women where I'm like, if the kissing's bad, what else is going to, everything else is going to be bad. And this is the nature of this person's like, so they're like, I got to fuck. And then they go and fuck and they're like, I don't even know how to kiss and you're like well i can't go back i (laughs) i am and currently in my kissing whore phase i've been going on dates making out no like just makeup love it and i've been that's kind of been my game Mm -hmm. game i don't want to call it game but that's kind of been my deal this year if i'm looking back like the last six months i'm like going on a date having a street makeout and then being like going home and i'm cool with that love it and like i think it's probably the 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 age in me where I'm like I'd rather not deal with the things that come after kissing yeah you know and you're like oh I can take a breath on it I can go home I can chill I can mull it over mull it over yeah I don't think this person's giving themselves the opportunity to just say I'm just gonna be a kisser yeah just kiss dude just figure out if there's even any chemistry because nothing is better in this life than hooking up with someone that you really truly have so much chemistry with right and you can't figure that out without the kissing and chemistry is in your chemistry is a great word because it's so vague that like you're like how do I capture that we don't know no one knows no one it's so you have it with people you don't have it with people I think for them if they're just like Forget about sex. I know they want to be in the game. Yeah. And, and when someone, the idea of, do you think explaining it to men? I don't even know. Dude, hell no. Explain nothing. They don't even know. <laughs> Never explain anything to guys. Like, honestly, like, they don't. And take the fact that you think you, that you need to explain something to them. It, saying you're with that the wrong guy. You're with the wrong guy. You're putting them on a pedestal. They're not on any pedestal. pedestal. Right. They're literally at your level or even below. They have no idea what they're doing. Like right. if you explain something to them or like say it just shows you're like not confident in yourself. Right. And, and here's the other thing. If you have a good kiss with someone, that starts the conversation. Yeah. Okay. What do you, you know. You know, uh, this is a great. I, I just, I, I think it seems so simple, too simple to be the answer. Yeah, because they came in. Wow, tell us all about <laughs> yeah. sex or whatever, and it's like yeah. you haven't even kissed. Yeah, I would go on dates with the goal of having a kiss at the end. Absolutely. And if, and if you do that, let's just let's we'll figure out the rest later. But let's figure out how we kiss. Absolutely. Doesn't it sound, yeah. It sounds too romantic, and it's like one of those things that I feel like weird even saying it. Like, yeah, because you're like, oh, this is like. You know, it, it almost feels so vulnerable to be like, if you have a good kiss with someone, you're good. Yeah, you are The good. rest will fall into a place. Yeah, absolutely. And like, granted, okay, maybe you're in college and maybe you're not going on dates. I know when right. I was in college, no yeah, one dating, was... dating, no. We were not going on <laughs> dates. We were getting blacked mm-hmm. out and then going somewhere. It was like so unromantic. Right. But yeah, just do a dance floor makeout, girl. Like, you don't have to... Let's well, let's make kissing the goal, not sex. Not no, just kissing. Yes. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with L Orlando. The podcast called Sad Tits. Go get subscribed. 
at underscore L Orlando. Do you have a Valentine's Day crush? MeUndies is here to help you add some Valentine's Day heat this year. I'm wearing MeUndies now. Great underwear. Here's my pitch for MeUndies. You have a pair of underwear that you're dealing with. Throw those away. I just threw away a pair of socks that I had in my thing. You know how freeing it felt to throw away my shittiest pair of socks? Throw out your shittiest underwear, replace it with MeUndies, you're good to go. Also, great gift, fun, you can match with your partner. Whether you're showing off the uh, for the love of your life or just indulging in some self-love, MeUndies has super comfortable and cute undies, bralettes, loungewear, and more, and flirty new prints for this V-Day season. Comfort is sexy. So getting matching ones with someone you love, they even have uh, wear for your furry four-legged love. So you can get one for your dog. Available in sizes extra small to 4X, they have something for every booty to fall in love with. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Get 20, 20, 20% off your first order and free shipping right to your door. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and to chat with their incredible cheek squad about any questions or sizing concerns, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. Let's go to this one. Fatherhood Timeline. Okay. Okay. Jared Shelby, an esteemed guest. Thanks oh, yeah. for all the laughs and sage dating advice since I started listening in 2019. On my drive home from work and while walking with my dog. I'll get right to it. I'm a 31-year-old female and I've been single since spring of 2019. Because of the pandemic, I don't date. And wanted my alone time. However, this fall, I downloaded the apps. And I found something surprising based on the conversations I've had with guys on the apps. One of the first few questions I got was, do you want to have children? My dating age range is 31 to 38. I found many men have asked me this question. Many men said they do not want to be an old father and see themselves wanting to create a family soon. Is this a new trend with men saying they want to settle down and have a family as soon as possible? I do want to have children, but not at 31 years old. I know um, us women have biological timelines, but I'm in no rush to have a family. There's still a lot more I want to do in my life before settling down. I don't have any info on my profile about children. Maybe that's why all these men asked. It's just surprised me and made me have the ick because I do not want to give up my life to create a new life at this point in my life or rush into anything. It's so funny to me everyone's getting ahead. Everyone on the yeah. dating app, everyone's doing the, I'm looking up the restaurant before I go. No yeah. one wants to make a mistake, so everyone's tiptoeing. Even when they, like, I think the men asking them, does she want to have a kid, like, that's, to me, like, a little bit nuts. But even her explaining herself, like, I want to have a life, and it's like, yeah. you haven't even met these guys yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got things to do. Okay, you can also say I'm not ready yet. That's yeah. all you have to say. Yeah, It is true. interesting that she's trying to, like, we, the app's, kind of created this world where we're doing things out of order almost yeah it it's it's a weird um i don't know environment that we're living in but i think i kind of have the same reaction i've had guys ask me like if i want to have kids like soon or whatever and i get that that you just read just reads like anxiety to me i think she just feels like a lot of anxiety like oh my god i can't just date anymore well that's the thing and 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 if you were in a bar and someone came to you, what do you think about kids? You'd be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that's but fucking crazy. But on a dating crazy. app, it's almost okay. Because yeah, it's so you're weird. You're like, you're here for dating. I'm here for dating. We've gotten that out of the way. Yeah. Now what else do we want? We have to make sure we're a perfect match before before I even leave the fucking house. Yeah, is that's, what they're doing. That's too much. They write any insight and thoughts would be greatly appreciated. I can't wait to see your special with Betches when it comes out. Sincerely, currently just want to be a dog mom right now. I understand what they're saying. I, 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 
you've been asked this. Yeah, um, I've been asked this, but at the same, I do also, I don't know if this is real, but I just feel like guys, they spend their 20s, they're like, I just want to fuck around, I want to mm. have a good time, and then they turn 30, or they hit an age, and then it's just a switch, and they're like, right. I want to have kids right now. And it's like, whoa, hold I, on. Oh. <laughs> you you I, just right. ghosted me. <laughs> right, you're, you, you know the word ghosted. You don't yeah. have kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I see eye to eye with that, because 37 the way I'm dating now is different than I did before. And I always think this. I'm like, I I, I do have this dream in my head yeah. that when I see the puzzle piece in front of me, it'll move quick from there. Yeah. I'm also not, and not, and, and I'm also, when I don't see that puzzle piece right away, I kind of end it before it even starts. So I said, I'm making out a lot of dates, yeah. coming home, mellowing out, being, you know, mulling it over, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then you go, then you're like thinking of the next step you're, and you start thinking ahead to like, well, do I want those things? And it, yeah. you do get too far ahead and you're not really fair yeah. to this person. But then you're like, if I'm sitting here debating this person and their ability to have a kid with me, I'm debating them yeah. and I don't want to date them. Yeah. So you go, you kind of opt out of it right away. So I do understand this this getting older thing of like, let me just make sure. I, I think if they're asking you these questions, they don't want to date you and they're yeah. afraid of disappointing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think I what you were saying, now that you explained all that, I'm like, I feel like when you're ready and the other person is ready and then you just vibe with that one person, I feel like the kids, they just like, it'll just like happen and right. you don't necessarily need to specify right when you meet someone, do you want to have kids? Yes well, or no? Well, I, I guess these are, this is the problem with the apps. This goes back to the issues with the apps because you're on the apps and you're like getting ahead. If you're getting into those conversations, you're too afraid to date this person. I yeah. Think. I think you're yeah. like putting in all these things of like, okay, let me make sure yeah. you're checking <laughs> yeah, this box, yeah, checking yeah, that yeah, box. Yeah, like, yeah. It, you know, if you, if you want to like create the space online that we have in person, the, the space in person is... Hey, nice to meet you. What's your name? Let me buy you a drink. Oh, you're cool. Um, you Oh, you live down the block. That's really nice. You have a fun conversation. You're making jokes. You're enjoying each other's company. Then you go home together, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you go, you guys make out. You do whatever you do. And then you go, hey, let's go on another date. Then you find out second date. They're like, I am not having kids. You go, okay, do I like this person enough to keep going out with them to decide on whether I want? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. On the app, if someone is looking for you to like answer questions off a checklist, yeah, it I to me that's that person telling me they are trying to convince themselves into me and they don't really like me. Yeah, or they're like trying to convince themselves that they're ready to date someone, right? And they're just like not because they're looking to date their checklist. I never really understood. Like my grandma told me, she's like, write everything you want on a man about a man or whatever right. on a piece of t paper and every time you meet someone like check that list and i was like that feels like an impossible task for them to overcome this list of a, the perfect person it just right. seems like you're setting yourself up for disappointment well i think with the list thing we did it on you up where i like said my list yeah. and it was like it is funny it's like it, it makes you what the list i think does for you is makes you have to answer to those lists so it's like okay they 
for an example, if I was like, I want to date a Jewish woman. Yeah. And then I go meet someone and we're like hitting it off and I go, not Jewish. Now I got to, I go, but it was on the list. Yeah. And then I go, maybe I don't care that much, but it was something I thought I cared about. May, mm -hmm. Do I like this person more yeah. than I like the Jewish? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you go, okay, well, I think that's what the list is helpful. Got if it. You look, but I do understand where it's like, well, I'm never like I'm walking around with this fucking list, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, yeah. judging people like an <laughs> yeah, asshole. So I don't exactly. I, I think for this email though, when I hear it, I'm like, you're on a dating app, you've just met someone, you go, do you want kids? You're like, what the fuck is going on? And then that's someone being like, I don't want to waste my time. And it's like, then you already think I'm a waste of time. I think yeah. like, wh what's the power in this? Like I'm tr I'm reading this email going, well, what what can we get from this? The tell mm -hmm. is that this person isn't really looking to date you and they're looking to date a resume. Yeah. Or they, if the, some people put kids over the relationship. Right. So it's like, if that, if that's that type of person, if you don't really care about who you marry, you just want the kid, then maybe that's, that's kind of what they're looking for. And, and I would tell this person, put it in your profile, like hinge. If you yeah. say, I want kids or it can say, I don't want kids, but I guess, for them, I do understand where they're like, I just want to be a dog mom. I'm yeah. like, of course I want kids, but I don't want to have to write, like I like I don't want to have to like put on a, like a donor on the license. Now I'm stuck being a donor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, I, I don't want to make that decision now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like in this case, it's kind of a, um, a nice way to like weed out the guys right. that, you know, like she wouldn't be interested in if they're, if they're going to hit her up and ask her if she wants kids. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with L Orlando at underscore L Orlando. Go follow, go follow sad tits. That's the podcast. What goes through a guy's head when you break up? Okay. Okay. J train feather feather. I've been a long time subscriber to you up, you up with benefits and J train. I've written in once before, but I've had a situation recently that I thought would be relevant to a lot of listeners. I recently got out of a 10-month, technically a year, we were together, situationship vibes. Oh, gosh. Briefly two summers ago. I mean, this first sentence. I recently got out of a 10-month, <laughs> briefly two summers ago, before I moved across the country. But we got back together a few months later and officially gave it a full-on relationship ago. I was recently on a trip with my now ex, who had an Airbnb in a popular city, as we both work remote. I went out for a week to visit him on the tail end of the trip. I decided to go through his phone after getting in an argument with a few a uh, few nights before, after I expressed that I felt he was protective of his phone and it made me feel uneasy. <clears throat> Turns out, you should always trust your gut, and if your boyfriend is giving you weird, secretive vibes with his phone, it's definitely for a reason. I found text on his phone within minutes of opening it up, making plans with a girl from his past. I had known about her from his uh, from his friends talking about how he and his other friends hooked up with her about being friends with benefits when he moved back to his hometown no mention of being in a relationship etc i immediately woke him up put the phone with the text in his lap and he really had no excuse to talk uh to talk him out of what he was doing he really had no excuse to talk him out of what he was doing i packed up my stuff and changed my flight decided to end things because uh there were other sketchy things i had found on his phone the few times i had ever uh i was ever in contact with it Fast forward, it's been about a month or so since I broke things off, and of course, I was low-key expecting the classic ex-birthday text. Of course, he shot me the text attached on my birthday. Um, I'll read the text. 
the text before from a week after we broke up were after we got off the phone and he really didn't take much responsibility for anything, but took a very self-deprecating victim stance to the whole situation. I'm so fucked up. I deserve to be alone. My que So let's read the text, I guess. I'll read yeah. it. I have it right here. Oh, we got a few pages of text. Let me <laughs> make sure we're good to go here. Okay, so let me read. This is from him. Without me in your life, it's not what I want, obviously, but I'll accept it and leave you alone. I'm not going to follow you and work to win you back against your will. I won't subject you to that. Because when you tell me you don't want me in your life, I believe you. Happy birthday. <laughs> that birthday text from the ex. Hilarious. It is so funny to see the juxtaposition between. <laughs> yeah. Because you won't, you tell me you don't want me in your life, I believe you. Happy birthday. I'm back, baby. <laughs> and that's a present emoji. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, it's your gift. When you tell me you don't want me in your life, <laughs> I believe you. Happy birthday. Hope it's an awesome day. I wish it was me and you in Maui, but it's my fault that it isn't. Oh, my God. Still have a lot of love for you, past, present, and future, and rooting for you. I hate oh. rooting for you. Wow, Look he at, needs to get punched in the face. Rooting for you? Elle just fisted up. <laughs> just, uh, just knuckled up. That is so disrespectful. She wrote back, thank you. I appreciate that. He heart reacts. Um, I take it it's San Diego birthday, then Boston for Christmas. And then he's trying to continue the conversation. What a lose. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a tough one. It is a tougher one. Um, so she writes... My question for you is that I'm wondering what guys go through in their minds when this kind of thing happens. I think he knows everything is too far gone to win me back, but it seems like he's trying to weasel his way in. Obviously, I care for him still, but have no plans on ever retrying with this relationship. But I would love some clarity on what he must be thinking. He's the one who's seeking uh, validation from other women while we were together. So why is he still trying to be part of my life? Maybe he's kind of a person who can't deal with the fact that someone doesn't like him, but it's so confusing. Would love your take. Signed, the ex-girlfriend. What do you think? Can I just say, this yeah. sounds so bad, but he doesn't want you back, in my opinion, because right. he loves you so much. Men are competitive, and he's making a game out of getting you back because mm. he has wronged you, and he knows that you know he whatever disrespected cheated or something and now he's trying he's made a game out of like getting you back to feed his own ego right i think well we have to look at the email look let's look, 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 look at the past the okay. past is they're together on this week trip i agree with you there's an ego element to this completely yeah there, there is a i and i think also guys generally and she wrote in her email we don't want to be hated by anyone yeah we're pretty much like this idea of like a lot of, when I, I hear from a lot of the female side of things and, yeah. and a lot of times you hear about these exes and like how much they hate the ex and how much they despise and they have a nickname and this mm -hmm. ex and, and, and it was traumatic and I'm not doubting any of those things. I'm not doubting that you were treated a certain way. Yeah. I think a lot of guys are not sitting there doing that. Yeah. Like my guy, you know, we don't sit there and go, remember that fucking ex you had? I don't remember yeah. my friend's exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys remember your friend's exes. We are very much like political. <laughs> yeah. I hope they are well. <laughs> yeah. I hope everyone is Out of cool. sight, out of mind. <laughs> right. And there's not this. 
So I think he's uh, it's an element of like let me clean up. He's taking yeah. you know the you know the, the the broom out. Yeah. She wrote so I do think she's right when she's like I think he just doesn't like being not liked. Yeah. Which I totally agree. I don't want to I if I heard that there's someone out there being like Jared Freed is someone I hate so much because when we dated he, you know, I would I would feel hard I would hate that. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I that might be out there. I can't <laughs> doubt that that isn't the case for someone. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. that's like a really you know, that's the problem with dating people and being single later in life. There's someone out there that you've let down. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So I will say this. Let's look at her email. Mm -hmm. She writes, they're on a trip. They're uh, in an Airbnb. She catches him with texts from a woman he had a past with. Okay. So this is how he operates. Yeah. Now he's looking to make you someone that he could have a past with. You don't even know if he's dating someone else. <laughs> yeah. This is how he goes. He goes back to the well. And mm -hmm. goes and picks up from the you know the people that liked him before. Yeah, because those are easy people to easy, talk to. Yeah, that's right. You're an easy option to write happy birthday. Oh, what do you? So San Diego now and Christmas in Boston. Yeah. What? Your boy's lazy. Lazy. He's lazy. This is, you're right. And he wants to pick from the same net that he was fishing with before. Right. And um, yeah, I think it is. I mean. You know, maybe he does want that validation that, like, you don't hate him. But still, that's like an ego thing. And I think there might have been signs during the relationship mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe this wasn't the right path. Especially if you're confused with someone. Like, if you're confused being with someone, like, it's usually just not a good sign that it's a good relationship. It's also he doesn't care. Yeah. So when he writes happy birthday after this long, you know, sonnet of him Hilarious. being like, if you hate me, I'll live with it forever. Yeah. Happy birthday. He Here's the thing about not caring yeah. is you'll open up the text. Yeah. Send a, send a text. And here's what he has. He has established who he is. So you, it, he's basically saying, he's put a sign over his house that says open house. Come back anytime you'd like. <laughs> yeah. But you know the floor's a little creaky, the bathroom doesn't work, and I cheat on you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. if you come back, you're coming back to the same house of horrors. Yeah. And the door is open. That's what he's saying to you. So he cares so little because if he cared, mm -hmm. texting with you would hurt him. Yeah. It would go, he would go, oh, I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to feel badly. I don't want to be turned down. Mm -hmm. He's texting in a world where he'll never be turned down. He's just letting you know, we cool. Yeah. Uh, whatever. If you respond or whatever, if you don't, I'll keep on texting you. Right. So, yeah, we're, I'm, it's all good for my side. Right. Yeah. And I just want to let you know, yeah. on this side, we cool. Yeah. And if you come back, if you don't, I'm cool. Yeah. If you do, uh, great. <laughs> yeah, better. Right. <laughs> better. And, but if you don't, I'm not going to give a shit. And honestly, if you do come back, you're getting the same deal you got before. Yeah. So in... uh, again, they said they're not going to go back to them. They said they care about them. Of course you care about them. And also, when they say they don't, when I say they don't care about you, they don't care about how, they don't care about you dumping them. Yeah. They care about you. 
They just don't care about. They're not affected. Mm-hmm. So that's why he comes in. Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, if if he did actually change, I think it would show in actions and not just like a text. Like a text, it doesn't. It wouldn't it's be not, happy birthday. It would be like, hey, I've been thinking a lot right now. Yeah. I'd love to make a plan to get coffee. Like yeah. I'd love to like sit actions. down with you and talk this out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. It's happy birthday, <laughs> present emoji. Yeah, we yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> wish wish it could have been us. And Malibu or, <laughs> or like wherever Hawaii right. or something no he doesn't yeah. he no. wishes that you'd be at his place just walking in and yeah. maybe not yeah <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we're sponsored if you're still using your ball trimmer on your face listen up Ooh, this is a huge issue. Manscaped has just announced their brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The Beard Hedger is the cordless trimmer of your dreams. It gives you 20 hair cutting lengths from Mr. Clean to Grizzly Adams and everywhere in between. It's waterproof, so you can shave anywhere. And since Manscaped wants you to have all the tools for the job, they're throwing in a beard brush, comb, and scissors to make you look like a million bucks. I love this. We all want better ways to take care of ourselves. When you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. It all connects. So I'm going to give you some free money. Get 20% off and free shipping with code JTRAIN at manscaped.com. This is a great gift for your boyfriend, for the guy who texted you happy birthday. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code JTRAIN, Manscaped Beard Hedger. One stroke, one guard, 20 lengths. Here with L Orlando. At underscore L Orlando. Go follow. Hi. Avid listener, even bigger fan. I want to start and say that I have the sweetest boyfriend. Okay. This can't go well. <laughs> Nothing. Like, he's real no, sweet. Fat no one, chance. Right. <laughs> Guys don't want to be called sweet. Yeah. He's patient with me. Kind. Allows me to be my best self and is the right amount of goofy. We have been dating for almost two years. And when we started dating, we had a few differences that I chose to ignore because he is literally my dream man in every other way. Uh Uh-oh. Tunnel vision. Our differences are around how we see our future. Like, I want to live in a city and have my family there, and he wants a backyard and to live in the suburbs. I also have a really big ethnic family that goes out and parties all together. Well, he is from a classic suburban white family that I've literally never been out to dinner with or spend time outside their house with before. Is that the classic white family that we stay inside and um, I don't and know silently. I, read books <laughs> i mean i honestly my family isn't like really a party family i'm from mm. the suburbs um but i mean yeah we'll go out sometimes on special occasions but i don't know if we're i mean we're not reading books right no <laughs> we don't read either no but I, it has seemed like they've simplified things into some boxes but i understand what they're saying yeah these big differences are making me nervous to take the next steps with him, like moving in together or talking about our future. He's also my first ever boyfriend. I'm 26, so I am timid to start with. My head is telling me it will never work, but my heart can't seem to let this amazing person go. Is having polar opposite plans for the future a deal breaker? Love a torn and confused girlfriend. What do you think? I mean, I you would just have to talk to him on this, like to see if you're if he's willing or you're willing to adjust, be flexible. You know, if you have right. no idea like how he would respond to possibly like creating like a further life with you, I feel like we're in a bad place. Well, let's look at her examples because I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. One example matters, one doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that they stay in and we go out, 
like I don't well, really Well they're families. I'm like right. that doesn't matter. That means Does he respect your family? Do you get along with his family? Yeah. Do you enjoy staying in with his family? I understand like not going out to dinner like I'd like I'd be like hey let's go out to dinner. Yeah. But I don't think, you know, I think the dynamic of like how someone fits into your family is more important than whether you're different families. Like yeah. you know the idea that like we're going out ethnic family. Now if you were like I kind of don't see I, I get I, I I'm missing something from not dating someone with the same background and ethnicity as me. Yeah, that's like more of a deal breaker to me mm-hmm. and, and something you're allowed to feel. Yeah, I think the the city suburb thing is more of an issue because you're like, hey, here's how I see my life working out. But it's going to be with my partner Yeah, is I want to live in a city and I want to raise a family in a city atmosphere. How do you feel about that? And if they're like, I will never fucking, I'm leaving here next year and I want to be backyard suburb or is that all they know? Yeah. You know, they might go, you know, I've never thought about it, but with you, I kind of feel like I'm brought into this world and I'm more comfortable with it. You know, these are different. It's different. I I think what she's doing right now is looking at this like, like a Venn diagram. Yeah. And it's not very really a analytical. negotiation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also like, I, I wonder what his job is because it's like if he's like a school teacher and yeah, you want to live in the city and like, I mean, also what do you do? Like, do you, can you like afford like a decent lot? Like, are you really like thinking it through right. versus just like living in the city? Like that entails kind of like a, a decent amount of money depend on how, how you want to live. Well, now you're getting into the logistics, which is not something 26-year-olds do. That is very 26, true. 26, like she says, <laughs> I'm 26. Like there's a lot of romanticism at 26. Yeah, you know, and first boyfriend. First boyfriend, so you start, and I, I think maybe it's time to get a little logistical. Like, hey, we're two years in. How do you see the next year going? Yeah. How do you see two years from now going? I see it, and then you have to own what you see. You can't mm-hmm. just go... You're from this. I'm from this. Oh my God! You're the, you know, uh, you're. It's West Side Story. You know, yeah. like I, 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 I don't really buy that. That's to me in the land of romanticism. Okay, I'd like to move in with you, but beyond that, do you see us getting married? Like you, at a certain point, I don't care how young you are. You have to start looking at things that way. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I mean, you've been together two years. I was with my boyfriend like for five years, and I remember thinking year three, I was like. Oh my God, I learned so much more about you that I didn't know before two years. Like, you should just, you should honestly try to be with your boyfriend as long as possible before like thinking about these things because people can change in an entire year, like completely. I think like it can be a fun conversation instead of like what she's kind of looking at. Yeah, yeah. Her her perspective sounds very like, well, you better sign up for these three (laughs) things and like whatever. And you go, how about like, hey, how do you see the future? Yeah. Hey, what do you, and just, I want to move to the suburbs. Well, what suburb? Well, have you thought about this? Or are they just saying things because that's what they knew? You yeah. know, so I I don't know where to like, I think I'm sending them back to this boyfriend to like have a real conversation instead of like check in. Zoom. And here's another thing. And I'll give you, some, I've done this when I'm not sure about the person. They wrote all these things about how great they are. Everyone's a good person. Yeah. Not everyone's the person you should be dating <laughs> or the person you're going to marry. So like I've done this where I'm like, well, you do this and I do this. And I start looking at these things where I'm like trying to convince myself out of the relationship. She might be doing that, too. Mm-hmm. She might be sitting there going, well, for these reasons, I'm out. You like I think a lot of people when they're before they break up, they want to have like a good reason. Yeah. 
And maybe sometimes it's just not the feelings out there. Yeah. And I think what you're trying to do is like, and you're from the suburbs, and I'm from the city. <laughs> yeah. We could never make it in this crazy mixed up world. It's like you know? Juliet, Romeo right. and Juliet. And it's like, no, I mean, it's not, it's that. not that big of a deal. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I think you do that when you're like, I just, oh, I don't really like them that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay to just like stop liking someone for right. no reason. That's just, I don't know. Romantically. Why. I think yeah. it's okay to go romantically. Oh, I'm yeah. not there anymore. Yeah. I love that we're goofy. Like, that's not. <laughs> yeah. Train Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with L Orlando at underscore L Orlando, the podcast Sad Tits. Suggested I leave his apartment so he could have sex with the neighbor. Say what? Right. What is this title? Suggested I leave his apartment so he could have sex with neighbor. What? Shelby just went, yep. <laughs> yeah. Love you. You've helped before. I need some help again. Here's the backstory. I was dating a guy for about three months, and when I said I wanted to be exclusive, he told me he's not ready, wants to continue sleeping with other people, and ultimately doesn't see a future with me. That should wrap it up. Yeah. Well, I think we're done. Right. Yeah. What else is there to read? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, girl. I want to be exclusive. I'd like to fuck other people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You that's have your it. answer. That's yeah. the answer. There's no. He's not even. Yeah. He's not even being creative. No, he's kind of being mean. He's kind of. Being... I'd rather mean than lie. You know, no, no. You... That is true. That like, is I'm true. Like, it's better. If he's someone being said honest. that to me, like if I was like, hey, I want a relationship, they're like, yeah, I could see it. And then in their mind, <laughs> in their mind, they're going, I would never be this yeah, fucking loser. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, okay, I'd rather have the loser one. Hit me hard before we're engaged and you run away from the altar. <laughs> yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to be exclusive. Okay, I ended things, but because I'm addicted to the feeling I get when I'm with him, we pick things up a few weeks later with the understanding that we will not be exclusive. I made it clear that I do not want to know about his sexual encounters with other women. For context, it, it is. <laughs> oh. I feel for this person because you read the email title. Yeah. Suggested I leave his apartment so he could have sex with a neighbor. Okay. And then you read and you go, how could that ever happen? Yeah. In what world? And then she writes, I wanted to be exclusive. He told me he's not ready. He wants to continue sleeping with other people and ultimately doesn't see a future with me. Okay. So it's over. And then she's like, I'm back with him because I'm addicted to the feeling I have with him. It's like, Okay, so now I can see why the neighbor had, you know, like yeah, I, now I'm yeah. like, I get why, not saying it's right. Yeah. I'm just saying we have to take some ownership of the predicaments we put ourselves into. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're kind of being like addicted to this, I don't know, stress and this game of like getting him to like, you think you're getting him to like, like you right. when you guys hang out, but he's not, he's still <clears throat> in this phase of his life where he's just like wanting to fuck around. Right. And he's in a sense, you know, using you, I, you know, going back to like women being like, I can't believe I dated that fucking asshole. It's like, yeah, he's yeah. being an asshole, but, but like being he, honest, I guess like when someone says I want to be with other women, I just want to be like, I want to just chill. I don't think you expect them to go, hey, you're going to have to leave. Someone yeah, next that's... door wants to fuck me. Like, I know, but you go, if they were like, and then if they held up the contract, they'd be like, well, it says here. <laughs> yeah. yeah that... like, that's an asshole, but it's also living in the land of I've told you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she writes, for context, um, we both, we are both 30. A couple weeks ago, he read a text from his female neighbor, asked if I think she's flirting with him. He's telling you everything. Like, if he's having that conversation with you, 
you're you uh, do you know what I mean like yeah hey do you think she's flirting with me um I'm flirting with you right now like you know what I mean like yeah he's like he knows what he's doing he's almost he's almost I don't know if he's like playing with her or if he's actually trying to like get her to like he's too coward to end it completely with this girl right and he's like trying to make her be the one like think that it was her decision to leave forever right i agree with that i also think what he's doing is he knows he likes she likes him more yeah she's admitted to that i want to be exclusive oh you don't okay i'll just be less than that yeah is what happened yeah. and now he's sitting there going he's basically what he's doing he's going i'm telling you <laughs> i'm making he, him showing you a text from another woman going is this flirting is him going and you know I'm still fucking other people, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. him, like, giving you a tell. Yeah. Like, so he had let her borrow a stud finder. So he he found, I guess she found a stud. Uh, <laughs> so he could hang, uh, so she could hang a shelf. But she texted him saying she doesn't actually know how to do that and asked if he could help. And in return, she would buy him ice cream and a joint. Oy. I told him it could go either way and didn't think much of it. You didn't think Dude, much of it? you're helping? Come on. Fast forward to now. We have plans to hang out tomorrow no. night. He said he was going to help his neighbor hang the shelf and then I could come over after. <sighs> I tell him that my back is hurting and he asks somewhat jokingly if I want to come over late tonight for a massage after he gets home from visiting friends. Stay over, then leave tomorrow when he goes to hang the shelf and then come back after <laughs> to hang out. <laughs> I asked why. Shelf. <laughs> right, this shelf. <laughs> this is so weird. I asked why I would uh, need to leave while he goes to hang the shelf, and he responds with something along the lines of, "Well, if something with her happens, I don't want you to be in my apartment while I'm doing it." Dude, oh, you run! Can't. Yeah, stop please. it! I mean, like, uh, stop while I'm it! Doing it? No, he's thirty. Well, Ew! Wouldn't want you in the other room while I'm doing it. While I'm banging <laughs> this chick. <laughs> right. What, dude? I thought he was joking. N no. Nothing he says is a joke. <laughs> he is so straight up with you, girl. But upon further discussion, I realized he was not joking at all. He said <laughs> that he doesn't plan to sleep with her, but if the opportunity presents itself, he would. I told him that I think it's insane that he would even be discussing this so candidly with me. He's telling you. He's trying. He is communicating. With you. <laughs> he's like this girl is not listening. Not listening. And insane. Uh, and insane that he would ask me to leave his apartment so that he could have sex with someone else, and then have me come over again after. He acted like I was totally out of line for thinking this was crazy. And when I told him, I think most people would just be upset by it. He said I was acting like I had research to back up my feelings when it's really just my opinion. Uh, you're. You're. I'm gonna give an example. There's a TikTok of, of I'm on stage and this guy in the crowd goes, are you Jew? And I made a whole joke about like he sounded very Nazi-ish. Yeah, yeah. And there were people in the comments. It got a little viral. And then mm -hmm. the con I complained about it. We taped Luxury Lounge before this if you're a listener of the podcast. So I'll complain about this on, next, on Thursday's Luxury Lounge. But there were comments that along lines of like, why wouldn't you answer? And it's like, they can't, they are ignoring, mm -hmm. they are being trolls. Mm -hmm. They're ignoring that legitimately the Holocaust happened <laughs> yeah. and that it is funny to hear someone talk like a German soldier and go, are you Jew? <laughs> There's no explanation needed for that. Yeah. And there were people that, and what these people are trying to bait people because mm -hmm. then other commenters will come in and be like, how don't you know what's going on? How don't you understand? It's like, 
don't even acknowledge these people. Yeah, no. They want this. This guy mm-hmm. is not even having an argument with you. He is trying to deflect. He's trying to say, he's playing stupid. He's going, what? It's weird that I would, we're not in a relationship. He's holding up the contract yeah. that has the small writing. We're just, we're just chilling. Yeah. Of course I'm allowed to have sex with another woman while you're over at my apartment. And I'm yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, I, I mean, when you were reading that, I'm like, he just sounds like a troll. Like right. he's, He's a human, like in in real life, troll. Right, and he, and he, you know, again, it's one of those things. He is right. He he has set this up technically. Yeah, yeah. being right doesn't also not mean that you're an asshole. Yeah, he's a dick. He's an asshole who's right. Yeah. Do you want to date an asshole or not? No. And and, and, and I the, hope. I, right, and and that's what she has to ask herself. Uh, yeah. Because it's not, do I, well, he is right. No. Well, you're not in a five-year contract with him to be, like, fuck buddies. Mm-mm. You can leave anytime too. And he's basically saying, I don't care enough to keep you. I'll just keep doing me it's, until you leave. Yeah, dude, you got, please leave. Please stop going back to him. It's it's getting sad. And it, it is kind of on this, at this point, it's kind of all in her court, you know? Right, and that's the problem. She's like, what you said in the beginning is totally right. She's trying to win. She's trying to win, he gonna, and he staying is losing. Dude, you're not going to win him. He he tried to like hook up with you and this um, shelf girl in the same day. Disgusting, dude. Come right. on. Well, it's like when do you get turned off? She writes, "I feel <laughs> hurt. <laughs> I feel hurt and disrespected by the idea of him jumping on literally any opportunity to sleep with another woman when he has plans to see me right after, even if it means me having me leave his apartment on the off chance it happens." I'm laughing because you're you're not seeing the forest through the trees. But based on his response, I've started to question myself. Am I crazy for feeling pissed off and hurt by this? We I mean... Have, we kind of answered that already. I don't yeah. think you're crazy. I think you are caught up on the magician mm-hmm. with his hand, his right hand when he's fucking around with his left hand. Yeah. And he's also telling you he's fucking around with his left hand. Right. You know, and you're like, wait, no, this trick is so fun. It's so cool. Right. But like, yeah, but like he's literally... I mean, he's telling you what it is, girl, and you gotta... It's up to you, but you should. You need to stop. You got to stop. You got to well, stop. You, you have to. Well, again, we can only speak to the emailer. Like okay. I can go to him and be like, "Dude, you're being a fucking dick." But yeah. he's not here. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> no way. There's no way. In <laughs> There's hell. no fucking chance. I'm speaking directly to you. Do ask yourself: Do I want to be in a situationship again? Like you could be in a happy situationship. Yeah. It, it can happen. I think there's a time limit on those things. But if you ask someone to be with you and then they say no, and then you sign up to be okay, I guess I'll be casual with you. Do you want to be casual with someone that doesn't feel any shame about telling you about the other women they're with? Yeah, no, it's okay to say no. It's okay yeah. to go. Yes, I'm yeah. up for polygamy or whatever it's called right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. everything's okay if you're agreeing to it but it sounds like you are getting mad that he's living up to the contract he has written that you have also signed up for so what can we do you're and he's putting you on the b team of the situationship he's right. saying if something better comes along he's doing that and you're getting you know the short end of the stick it's just I mean, how much do you want to get disrespected in a day? Like, I don't right. know. It's you like, can, and you can find another dude who will fuck you dude, without uh, talking about the other people he's fucking. Yeah. I, I think you can. And I hate when people say that. They're like, you can find a million people a day. And you're going, well, no, I'm not even 
I think the reason you're thinking you can't is because you're dealing with this waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, we gotta, you gotta let it go. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We got one more. Is that cool? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to do one more. Shelby, we got time for one more. At underscore L Orlando. Go follow. Hilarious comic. This is a, this is a tough one. Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Dearest Jared. Incoming Feather. Big fan of the pod and sharing with friends since Mansamp and Rad Dudecast days. Oh, this is this is a longtime listener. I'm loving even more the additions of video, the lounge, and Shelby's pomp 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 pom Oh, the the sleeping hat with the pom pom on the end, as I've described. Yes, your live stand-up is hilarious. I'm waiting patiently for you to return to the Northwest. Well, thank you. My problem. I got arrested for a DUI, and I'm facing up to a year of suspended driver's license and court-ordered sobriety. I accept I acted irresponsibly and could have maimed someone. I understand the punishment is justified. My question, how do I adapt my social life during this year when I can't drive to meet for camping or to see a show in the next town? My town is small enough to e-bike to work, the gym, the store, etc. But public transportation is inconvenient, uh, bus schedules, and I, will be, and I will miss driving up to the mountains. I know carpooling exists, but I don't want to be the drag who can't reciprocate a ride. I also have a dog I bring everywhere outdoors, and not everyone likes an animal passenger. I'm comfortable abstaining from drugs and alcohol, but I know my sudden absence from all bar outings and after-work drinks will be noticeable to my friends and coworkers. I'm owning up to my mistake, but I'd like to be as discreet as, about this as I can be. I would say that's an oxymoron. <laughs> um, my best idea is to... <laughs> Yeah. Owning up to all my mistakes. I want to keep this discreet on the low. Yeah, yeah. No, it is my biggest secret. (laughs) Moaning up, but I will not tell a single soul. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you're doing that. (laughs) My best idea is to publicly announce a dry January. Just keep going from there. Uh, Hey, Uh, thanks and hope you can uh, give some advice. What do you think about the DUI guy? I mean... How old is? Did he say how old he, he is? He didn't say how old he is. Okay, I'm assuming you're. In my opinion, and sorry, it might not be the right one. DUI. I mean, it's not. It's not a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But you got it. Why not just be honest? And I think people will. I don't know. I think people will like understand that you messed up. You have this thing, and you still want to hang and. I think your friends will offer to like, you know, drive you around and right. something. And I know there's probably like a lot of shame that comes with getting a DUI. Right. And but it's better if you just own up to it and like really absorb like, okay, my life is gonna be a little different for the next year. Right. Let's face it full. Well, full let's on. start it. You're not owning up to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You haven't owned up to it. Owning up to it is dealing with the embarrassment that comes with telling people, Yeah, I don't have a license anymore because I was drunk driving. Yeah. And seeing the look on their face and seeing people react to it. Let's let's also appreciate something. You know, you didn't hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, Thank let's yeah. let's think about how lucky you are. How I mean like let's appreciate I don't even know if that's the right thing to say but like you you got to no, appreciate really. you didn't hurt anyone, you didn't hurt yourself. Like wow, I I would have such anxiety just thinking back going how Phew. yeah. You like, skated away. You really did. Yeah. So this is the, uh, of the levels of things yeah. that could have happened, this is the best thing that could have happened best to you. Case, because yeah. now you've gotten the warning. Mm-hmm. Again, you got caught drunk driving, but you got stopped from killing someone. Yeah. 
So my dad used to always say, he's like, the only way you're ever going to kill someone is with this car. So take that into, you know, yeah. take, take that into account. So let's appreciate how lucky you are mm-hmm. to have gotten caught. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the kind of that's the best way to go about this. When you tell people, maybe you can say that I feel lucky to have gotten caught. Stop me from doing something that I would have been horrified by the rest of my life. This is a bad part of my life, but it's not going to be forever. I'm not going to like I'm going to learn from this. Like I, I think and I can't I can say it as long as I want. I don't know if I'm getting through to them, but like seeing people know what you're going through is part of you learning from it. Yeah, and honestly, I think a lot of people will be attracted to not like I'm not saying like sexual sexually, but just mm. like attracted to you owning up and taking responsibility and being like, okay, damn, that's like that's like a man, like you're right. you're you're being an adult about it essentially. And I think we live in a time right now where no one takes the loss. Like I do understand why they're like I'd rather be discreet because right now we live in a time where people hear about gossip and fuck ups and they get to pig pile on you yeah and it's like well you you're only apologizing because you got caught you know there's this and the internet doesn't help this Mm -hmm. and and it's like this idea that like there's no retribution there is retribution for you this isn't the end of the world you're gonna get your license back at some point you're gonna be a better person for having gone through this go through it don't take the side door from it i'm that's my and as hard as that is and again, wouldn't you say like people will think better of you? Absolutely. Then if you try to hide it, because if someone finds out, even if you like tell like a best friend and it gets out, you're going to one look like a coward. Right. You know, and it's going to be a bad look cause just because it's like just it's just so much better if you just own it, you know. Right. And, it's you know, he's talking about carpools. There's Uber. You know, you're yeah. living in the time of shared rides. So you can do that. That's going to cost you money. But you're not doing car payments. Yeah. So, you know, there's money to be found. Um and people are gonna find out like especially right. you know you can't it's just it's so much stress to like try to manipulate this whole like idea that you can hide this from your friends you know and it's like why is why is jeff uh, he always right. takes an uber where's your car dude <laughs> well like, he, he writes how do i adapt my social life during this year it's like you're not a, you, you you this is the new social life yeah this is you know adapt is like is trying to find a way out yeah and yeah. you gotta go straight through it own it live in it again learn from it like i i hope you don't drunk drive again like yeah just understand you got fucking lucky and like i'm trying to think of like all the conversations oh you got a drunk driving arrest yeah it was bad i'm i feel like an idiot i'm like and then the first thing i would think is like i fucking thank god every night i didn't kill someone and yeah, myself absolutely and then it's like it's it's an example for your friends and i'm sure you're not the only person in your friend group that is drunk drive well that's the thing that you, yeah and all of them are gonna go i've had a couple drinks i probably shouldn't you know like yeah. I've, I've driven when i've not been sure these are hard truths to own up and again i'm i i, I always bring up like the internet side of mm-hmm. this it is tough today because someone on the internet goes, you should never have a drink and drive. And it's like, okay, all of if we're more open about that we have done this, yeah. then maybe we won't do it again. Yeah. And I think that like promotes like... And hiding, like I feel like in uh, various um, subjects or like, um, yeah, various subjects, hiding things usually is never, I feel like it 
perpetuates more of that bad thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. When you Absolutely. hide like a drinking problem, it gets worse. When you hide your DUIs, wh- why not just do it again because you hit it the first time? Right. It's you like, didn't kill someone the first time. Yeah. And now no one knows it. This is an act of going through shame to like yeah. get yourself better. Listen, I, I totally agree. But hopefully you're on the straight and narrow now. Elle Orlando, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Fantastic. Everyone go follow L at underscore L Orlando. Sad Tits, that's the podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Boom. <laughs>